SheQuest podcast is heart-opening dialogues for self-identify women on a SheQuest, a movement moving forward, striving to live aware, bold, and whole. Welcome. Beauty isn't all about just niceness, loveliness. Beauty is about more rounded, substantial becoming. So I see beauty in that sense is about an emerging fullness, a greater sense of grace and elegance, a deeper sense of depth, and also a kind of homecoming for our enriched memory of your unfolding life. John O'Donohue. Welcome to your third SheQuest Summer School uh, solo podcast with me. It's Estelle. This week's show is all about women and beauty. I hope you use this short radio show as a self-exploration tool for personal growth. Being on the SheQuest is striving to live aware, bold, and whole. We always start with the soul inquiry, what makes you feel alive today? Today, what makes me feel alive is my chatty hairdresser and long flowy dresses. So beauty is paramount when it comes to our SheQuest and healing in general too. Seeing and hunting for beauty as part of this entrance and gateway into the magic we seek. I've been blessed with painting since the age of 13, and I truly believe that making art and looking at art is a wonderful way to transcend our own limitations about beauty. So we may tap, as John O'Donohue speaks about, um, we may tap in our emerging fullness. It's a beauty is a huge piece when it comes to that. Um, so yes, you've heard correctly. I've been painting on and off as a hobby since I'm 13. Uh, making art uh, really, really help in understanding how beauty is, well, beauty is subjective, <laughs> just like, you know, music tastes. Uh, in a way, you know, I remember having some roommates, they love heavy, heavy metal. Uh, and no thanks, I'd rather stick with my soft yoga mantras. Thank you very much. But anyways, I diverge. Point is, beauty is more than material things and vanity and glossy magazine cover. Um, I truly believe that being beautiful is an inside job. And perhaps while we're at it, you know, we really need a wider definition so that our minds, when we think of beauty, doesn't just go to that glossy magazine cover. You know, we need to we need to reframe that for ourselves. And I also think we need a wider definition for, for the word art and artists. And I've, you know, through, I've already seen your discussions now. Some of you still don't think you're artists and that's bullshit. <laughs> um, as you know, our first podcast really, <laughs> um, really stress that your breath is, is your power. And if you're breathing, that makes you powerful. Um, well, I believe the same is true in regards to being an artist. Um, you know, Elizabeth Gilbert really has instilled this in me where, you know, with her quote, if you're alive, you're an artist. Um, that's your birthright. If you have a breath that makes you, um, that makes you an artist. It's really, very really important. You have that base for um, unleashing your, your artists within. That's a right. Um, 
So first, let's look back at the roots of beauty. Um, the Anglo-French is, they, they have this root word, it says beauté, and the French is beauté. And of course, you know, in the research, it's all about kind of beauty, seductiveness, how attractive or beautiful, you know, a person is. Um, but one of the last definitions, which I think I like the most was, but um, as it is hardly possible to define all the properties which constitute beauty, we may observe in general that beauty consists in whatever pleases the eye of the beholder, whether in the human body, in a tree, in a landscape, or in any object, which kind of moved me into the aesthetic territory, um, which kind of relate more to um, the philosophy of aesthetic and it's more concerned, the word aesthetic is more concerned with the notion uh, of what's beautiful and what's ugly. Uh, so I got, I got, I got um, swerve in the aesthetic kind of category and I was just so, it made so much more sense because aesthetic, the root of that word really, it means to breathe in. <laughs> to take it all in. Uh, it's approaching uh, your life in a way that you are moved. Um, it's listening to the deep, deep longings and whispers and the songs that, that moves us. Um, and, and here I'd love for you to like just recall a moment in your life where you were touched by beauty. Hence, you know, a moment in your life where you were moved you know, kind of taken away. Um, and, and that's really where I think this, we need to widen our lens on, on beauty. It's like that being moved piece, which I think is also one of the great purpose of art. Um, but I'd like to go back to John O'Donohue for a minute. And, um, you know, if you've taken my workshop or even my yoga class, you probably have heard, you know, me speak of John Donahue because he's been so instrumental and RIP bless his soul but so you know instrumental in my you know whining consciousness about beauty and you know philosophies around it I really strongly recommend uh, you listen to uh, his podcast uh, on being and it's one of the podcasts mentioned in our uh, SheQuest workbook so as I said, John O'Donoghue really helped me see that beauty was more than just vain things and materialistic things. He really instilled in me that beauty was supposed to feel like a homecoming. And again, because I've been painting for you know so many years, I had never really connected with that. I never really understood that. And when it dawned on me, like... I was like, oh my God, what I look like, I become, what I make, I ha I am, you know, what I create, there I am true, says Ray, you know, Rilke. And I would, you know, continue to say after that quote that where I create, there I am beautiful. Take my she collection, for example. I'm all these women that I paint. I'm she carefree and she bitch and marvelous earth mama. All these women are in me and I find a home in them and they find me. I find solace in my art practice because I find beauty there. 
And this is consequently why I love fashion so much too. Instinctively and for many years, I've put what I've put on my body has made me feel and walk and act a certain way. And seriously, art and fashion has often, often, oftentimes alleviated the dissolution I have encountered uh, with the world. And to recognize beauty around us. It really amplifies beauty within us. And this is huge to know and understand and live. And also, FYI, <laughs> this is one of my best arguments when someone tells me they're not creative. I always tell them, <laughs> I say, have you gotten dressed today? Like you've put on an outfit, you've put on, you know, pants and a shirt. Well, God dang it, that makes you an artist. You know, making something out of nothing, you know, that makes you an artist. Cooking a nice a meal, um, playing with a, a kid in the sand. I mean, gardening. Every time you engage with the world, the way you were meant to engage with the world, that's being creative. That's being an artist. Um, and the same is with my house. You know, for example, think of a favorite room in, in your house. Well, for me, that's my art studio. Uh, it's quite simply because all my favorite things are in the studio. You know, it resonates a cell and aligns with my whole being when I come in. Um, it's high resonance beauty for me. So that's huge to realize. You know, what you surround yourself with, you become. We'll stick with art, beauty, and aesthetic today, but... You can bet that includes people too, and that's probably it should be for another podcast, <laughs> that subject. But, you know, take your sheet deck of cards that you've been towing around since the beginning of this course. A little card left out for all to view can add a tiny pinch of beauty into your life and, and heart. You do not, I repeat, you do not need an art studio to shift into beauty and resonate to a higher caliber. Beauty, uh, you know, has really become a conscious base to how I live my life. It's a lifestyle for me. Um, I make it a sole obligation to produce beauty every day. I try to make beauty the ground for my life. Um, yes, it's that important. I And I believe we should take beauty way more seriously. If it were me, hospitals would be colorful and filled with art. Treatment centers, the same. You know, why does everything has to be gray and white and dull? Um, our soul is not gray and white and dull, you know. Our soul, what's really tap into it, is full of color and vibrant, luminous. We are, and I believe if you're in this course, you're really here to utilize beauty as a force in, into the, your life the way it should, should be, you know? And one last thing, <laughs> and by the way, a, you know, a great way to appreciate our ability to take in this world and to be moved by beauty is, again, probably something I've mentioned in every podcast now, through gratitude. The more beauty you see, the more beauty you attract. So what I'm arguing, inviting you through SheQuest is to begin a relationship with beauty. I mean, perhaps by pulling a card from the she deck every day, every week, dressing in that nice shirt you never allowed yourself to wear, doing a gratitude practice. You know, one of my most beautiful moments in my life was holding my son as he was taking his last breath. I cannot think of anything that moved me so much in my life. All was held there was you know, was death at that moment, but at the same time, it was held in love. 
so much love. I can't even put it to word. Um, and somebody else perhaps could have seen this moment as really ugly, um, but not me. And I really believe I exercised, you know, that beauty part a lot before I, I got to that place. Um, so I'm so glad now my lens are wide about beauty. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it every day, you know. Um, so remember, when you do your chic quest work this summer, whether that be meditation, again, yoga practice, you know, beauty hunting, and I stole that word from Jen Pastilov, whose book on being human will be our chic quest pick of, I believe, September. I know it's hard to first to debunk beauty since our culture is so freaking loud telling us what beauty should look like, but I'm, I'm, I don't know about you, I'm, I'm ready to reclaim that word as it unfolds. You know, one of my biggest limiting beliefs around beauty was that beauty was frivolous. Beauty is shouldn't be a priority, but now I know better and beauty is at the top of my list. What are your limiting beliefs around beauty? And knowing what you know about beauty now, can you widen your lens on what it means to be beautiful and engaging and operating as a higher caliber as a woman today? For the grounding technique this week, it's the third one I offer, and I've simply called it breathing beauty. Watching the movement of your breath is powerful. And if you read the yoga text, you know, it's that's a creative act. To inhale and exhale is a creative act. I personally am a big sunrise chaser. You might like sunsets better, I don't know, but um, I love to look out my window in the morning, look out on the sky and know that I, as I look at the sunrise, I too have a sunrise in me. I know the oracle cards are perfect for breathing beauty. I lay the cards somewhere as I can stand up and meditate with a card right in front of me. I let the card's essence work through me. One to five minutes is all it takes to make breath and your body, and I'd add here, beauty, your ally. The mantra this week is, I am perfect being of light. I have the power to live my life. The passage read today was for, from John O'Donohue. The music in the intro has been graciously donated by the artist, Jen Grant, whom I adore. You can always find me at EstelleThompson.com or Estelle.Thompson on Instagram, where I'm most active. Yours in feeling alive from the inside, always. Love you.